Hi there, I'm Shane Spears and welcome to another edition of the Summit Scale podcast, beaming out to you from the beautiful city of Bath in the UK. My guest today is Michael Haynes. Michael, a very warm welcome. Great to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me, Shane. Pleasure to be here. Brilliant. For those of you that don't know him, Michael is a B2B customer and marketing strategy specialist. His focus and passion is empowering SMEs with the clarity and roadmap to acquire, retain and grow business customers. He has over 23 years experience working with companies across a range of industries to develop and implement customer driven strategies and programs. Michael is based in Sydney, Australia. He's originally from Toronto in Canada and he currently works with SMEs, startups in Australia, uh, Asia, Canada, the US and the Middle East. Wow. Michael, the topic of the interview today is driving your SME B2B restart and recovery. We've 10 minutes for the interview. If you're ready, I'll start the clock. Let's do it. Let's do it. So before we get into it, tell us uh, some more about yourself and your work, what you do, who you work with, and why do you do what you do? Sure, uh, Shane. So I'm all about, um, as you said in my intro, it's really about really helping, empowering, you know, your SMEs and your startups in terms of how they're going to acquire, retain, and grow those business clients and customers. Uh, the world of B2B presents massive opportunities for SMEs, but it's very important that they really understand and know how to navigate that landscape uh, and understanding the dynamics, particularly from a buyer perspective. That's really my focus. And by really educating, informing, and empowering them on what they need to do, uh, it and allows them to really uh, take advantage of the massive opportunities to help uh, larger organizations who uh, with their products and services uh, that they offer. Brilliant. Brilliant, Michael. And uh, for folks, sorry, uh, I had a little technical problem with my uh, video there, but we're back on and running. So uh, thanks for putting putting up with that. So, Michael, what's how has the B two B buyer changed in this new environment? So, uh, great question, Shane. So, the B two B buyer. Uh, I mean, some of the changes we're starting to make before all of this um, uh, chaos started to ensue. B two B buyers are uh, doing a lot of more self education, a lot of more research. Uh, they're um, very much uh, risk averse and really wanting to get that roadmap and guidance as to what they need to be doing to take their businesses forward. Um, what has happened over the past few months, it's really just heightened all of that. So there's a lot more research, a lot more um, self-education. They're very much uh, doing a lot of uh, decision-making by consensus. Uh, your buying groups, your decision-making is on a um, larger more people are involved right. and they're really looking for that what I call that decision maker confidence so um, your decision makers your business buyers are looking for confidence in of themselves to know what decisions to make and what to do and they are looking that from their service providers so as a, as a B2B seller now you have to be that consultant that advisor to really map through and work with your client to show them how they're going to achieve the objectives that they're after right brilliant and so and, and what are B2B buyers now ultimately seeking? Um, B2B buyers, like I said, they're, they're looking for, they want solutions. So they really want solutions to be able to meet their objectives in terms of, you know, um, in some cases it's, it's growth, more market share, going into new markets. Um, many of them are trying to restart their own business as well with their end customers. So they're looking for actionable solutions. They want tools and means to get uh, that way forward. Um, they want to also be able to facilitate and get some interaction with some of their peers. They want to know who else is, you know, what, who else is doing, what are other things happening within their industries? 
who's doing what and what's working for them. So they're um, having that interaction and getting some of that peer-to-peer -peer engagement where they can get some ideas and validation. And again, that confidence, that assurance, that clarity as to what exactly they need to do to move forward in this very uh, unprecedented environment that we're now all in. Right. And is that, what is that? Is that kind of trying to get some certainty and, and consensus built in, a, in an uncertain world? Absolutely. Well yeah. said. Yeah, it's exactly. It's, it's trying to get, make some sense of some certainty and just to know how to move, how to move forward. Uh, you know, many businesses still have uh, goals in mind. I mean, some of your businesses, if you look at technology sectors, for example, some sectors are doing quite well. Yeah. So they're all about growth and moving forward, but still knowing how to navigate given all the uncertainty. Different industries are at different stages. Different geographic markets are in different stages. Yeah. Some are coming out of lockdown. Some are going back into lockdown. Um, you know, there are ripple effects as a result of the current uh, environment with uh, impacts to supply chain. So how do we navigate? You know, what do yeah. we need to do to maintain those ultimate um, goals that they still have to move forward? Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of businesses uh, I've kind of worked with, you know, the strategic plan went out the window when COVID hit and um, yeah. there was crisis management for a while. Then it moved into recovery planning and operating in a recovery state. Do SMEs operating in the B2B need to have a strategy? Having a strategy, Shane, is very, very critical. It's important to, to give you that clarity and your focus to know, you know, what are your priorities, where are you going to be focusing your resources, you know, in terms of what industries, what markets, and what are the elements that you need to be focusing on around your business, whether it be, you know, your products and service offerings, service and support, is it around logistics? So you need to have that clarity and priorities based on the needs of your industries and your markets. But whereas before, Shane, often, you know, people would look, you know, that horizon two, horizon three, you know, three to five years out. Mm. Now it's about looking out maybe 18 to 24 months mm. out. You don't really want to be looking too much further. So you need to have a plan, but it's about being quick, flexible and adaptable based on the changes as we're moving forward. So having a plan is necessary, yeah. but you have to build in that adaptability, that nimbleness as you move forward. OK. OK. So that's really so. Um, much a shorter time horizon and looking for much more flexibility built into the yes. plan um, in yes. terms of, I guess, which levers to pull if this happens or this yeah, that type of thing. What else is important for um, the way SMEs approach strategy in this environment? Um, I would say it, it's very much that flexible about adaptability, but what that means is, is that you need to be doing your uh, content market scanning or what I call listening. So you need to be in tune with what's going on with your industry. You know, what are the changes? Are there changes in regulations? Are there new technology disruptions? What's going on with your end customers? Uh, so you need to be making sure you're continually doing that market scanning. Um, also, it's listening and understanding what's going on with your customers. Are their needs changing? Are the decision makers and buyers changing? And be making sure you're constantly listening. And as you're coming across the various changes, in some cases, depending on what's changing, you may have to do um, some scenario analysis to say, well, okay, if there, for example, is an impact to the supply chain, you know, what are some of what are the impacts on that? How are you going to respond? What do you need to do? So is that market scanning, that listening, as well as potentially having to do some scenario analysis and again doing that review and reset periodically so that you you've got a plan and you're moving forward, but in a very nimble, adaptable way based on what that listening, that environmental scanning is telling you. Right. Okay. So what's um so just just on that really, what's how does that listening happen? Is that how does that engagement and listening and uh, is is that a combination of 
the research, the, the what's going on in the market. But I suspect conversations with the, some of these people are really important. Are new, new pains, new priorities. Yeah, so, uh, a great question, Shane. So in terms of listening, it's about, you know, um, very practical approaches. One, definitely talking to your, your your customers and your prospects, talking to your colleagues. You know, there's lots happening online now with virtual events and virtual conferences that your industries and professional associations are having. So you want to be tapping into those to be listening, to be finding out what's going on. Um, looking at what's, you know, what are you getting online? So, you know, setting up your Google alerts with your keywords. And so you're getting those articles and white papers. So very, in a very practical way, really leveraging what is in existence because we know SMEs, you know, have tight budgets. So this is not about doing massive surveys. It's yeah. about leveraging what is out there right now and listening on some of those webinars and those virtual conferences, talking to your colleagues. Um, often many SMEs are in a mastermind groups, those kinds of things, going to those things right. and then really taking in what you're, you're hearing and listening and then feeding it back into the organization right. with your core team to say, what's the impact on business? What do you need to be doing? Yeah, brilliant. Okay. So what are, the, what are some of the initial, initial steps SMEs should undertake to get, get going, to get started? Um, Shane, I think the first thing you need to be doing is to be talking with your key clients and customers and prospects. And I'm talking having a discussion. If you haven't had a discussion in the past, you know, two to four weeks maximum, you need to um, start to have those discussions to find out, you know, where are they at? You know, who are the key decision makers? Are they the same people involved? What are their priorities? What are their challenges? Where they're trying to move forward? So that would be the first step, I think, to take uh, to have a bit of a cross section of discussions with those key customers, prospects, uh, so you can get a lay of the land as to where some of the priorities need to be. be. Also having some internal discussions as well, you know, with the core leadership team to understand, okay, well, where are we? We're looking to reset and move forward or perhaps pursue more growth. So what are some of the priorities and focuses? So those will be some of the two initial steps. Uh, and then start to then look at, um, you know, gathering the relevant kind of information and start to have some planning session to work through, uh, to have an action plan as, you know, what are you going to be doing over, let's say, the next three to six months? And I would say starting with the next 90 days. What are some of those key priorities and what are those key actions? Right. Okay. Brilliant. And what's the one question... I haven't asked that I should be asking you. What's the, what would you say that would, in terms of your core message? Um, what is my core message? Uh, I guess my core message is two things. You, one, you need to be doing that listening, you know, in terms of on those various levels. And it's very important in B2B that you need to be doing it from a buyer perspective. Shane, I come across too many clients that think, oh, customer perspective. So they'll think at an organizational level. Yeah. You really need to understand who are those stakeholders, um, who are the relevant decision makers. And everything that you do, which fundamentally for me is three things, what you deliver, how you deliver, how you promote and engage must meet the needs of those decision makers that are relevant for your product service right, offering. Right. Brilliant stuff, Michael. I could talk all day with you with this. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, folks, for more resources, check out, and this will be below the video, www.listeninnovategrow.com. Uh, fascinating, Michael. Thank you so much uh, uh, for, for contribution. Great stuff. Uh, thank you, Shane. It's been great talking to you and having you uh, on your show.